For me personally, this has been a lifelong journey in understanding, comprehending, expanding, realizing, remembering all of my, or at least some of my, past lifetimes. And because this has been such an awakening process for me, it's been such a help in allowing me to understand who I really am and the truth behind my soul, I've made it my mission to help others awaken and understand who they have been as well. So I wanted to start off with a little bit of my own personal experiences with past lifetimes. Some of you may already know this, some of you may not. So when I was 16, I received my first ever past life regression from my father and he was able to put me into a trance-like state and allow me to let go of my current state of being, to let go of my thoughts altogether. And this is essentially what a past life regression is. It is where you are relaxed enough in a state where you can remember everything that you go through, but also in a state where your ego, your human perception, your human thoughts in the present moment do not have to be at the forefront of your mind. Now, I believe that the hypnosis regression ability or the past life regression ability, all the same sort of thing, is actually a really pivotal tool in allowing us all to experience our consciousness. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go out and and get themselves a past life regression, but what I am saying is that I want you all to look into these concepts a little bit further, because even having the ability to go into a regression is really allowing you to harness your conscious state of being. So after my first past life regression at 16, I finally let go of the depression and the anxiety that I was feeling. And I was feeling so much depression and anxiety before that because I didn't know why I was here. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what the purpose was of being a human, really. And with being a human, there's so much suffering. And of course, we all know that our memories get completely wiped at the beginning of this lifetime. So it makes it even more difficult to really understand and realize who we are and why we're here. So I guess my definition of past lifetimes are, is, 
all of the past, all of the lives that you've ever lived in the past. I mean, I know you shouldn't be using the same words of the definition in the actual definition, um, but that's it. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, past lives, it's kind of self-explanatory. So I also wanted to define Akashic Records. Uh, some of you may have heard this term, others may not have heard this term ever. So the term Akashic Records refers to basically a record system that is always kept within your soul's vibration of not only every single lifetime experience, both physical and non-physical, that you've ever lived in the past, but the Akashic Records also holds all of the experiences, the lifetimes, uh, and the situations that you will experience in the future as well. So it's kind of best of both worlds in that sense. I don't like the term Akashic Records. I don't. I just feel like it's limiting or it's too traditional or what have you. Now, when I was around 18, 19, and I started to basically regress myself because I realized that not everyone was able to let go of their ego completely. It's kind of like every time you get a regression, you're having a little mini ego death. You have to. You have to be able to let go of your human self in order to experience everything that is beyond this moment in time. And it takes quite a bit of of energy and also quite a bit of surrendering to get to that place. And, And in doing past life regressions on others myself, I started to realize that not everyone was able to let go. So that's when I started to teach myself how to basically regress myself to be able to tap into other people's past lifetimes in the past, in the future, both on and off this planet. So I actually changed the term Akashic Records into, what did I call it? Hold on. Um, Yeah, cloud storage. You know, let's just upgrade the terms here. I like to call it cloud storage. Sometimes I call it 5D memory because it's essentially our entire existence simultaneously because time doesn't really exist in a linear fashion outside um, outside of this third dimension reality. So it's all of our existences in all of the time-space continuums um, all at once being held in our cloud storage. It's kind of this storage system that's all around us. It doesn't require a brain to hold it which is also a a really interesting point that I will be making moving forward. So that's a little bit of background on how I got involved in past lifetimes, um, my own experiences, and then how I've helped a lot of other people with past lifetimes as well. We need to realize that most of the issues at a physical level in this lifetime have to do with past lifetimes. If you have a constant pain in your right knee and you have no idea why because you've never had an injury in that area of your body in this lifetime, well, guess what? Most likely, you you would have had an injury or some sort of situation happen in a past lifetime. Say, for example, there's a past life where your brother ended up stabbing you in the shoulder. And he did that because for whatever reason, you weren't standing in your power and you let him take advantage of you and it turned to be, you know, turned out to be in your detriment. So in this lifetime, every time you don't stand in your power, you're going to get a sharp pain in your left shoulder because you're relearning, you're, you're forcing yourself to relearn the karmic lessons of those past lifetimes in the moment. 
So everything is a continuous spiral. Everything is a circle. There is really no beginning and there really is no end. It just is everything all at the same time. Our past lifetimes are extremely important to understand in understanding who we really are. But then at the same time, you know, this doesn't happen too often, but I do need to mention this as part of a little disclaimer, is that, you know, say, for example, I go into a past lifetime with a client and they were an African-American slave during the colonization of humanity. And they're so affected by this past lifetime that they actually start creating their reality around this one lifetime. That is just as silly and just as nonsensical as creating your entire existence around this one lifetime that you are in this moment. So say, for example, I, and this is directly related to also past lifetimes or future lifetimes off of this planet as well. Say, for example, um, you know, I told you all, hey, I tapped into a past lifetime where I was a Palladian being. And now in this lifetime, I'm creating my identity around, once again, being a Palladian. I'm a Palladian. I'm not a human. I'm a Palladian. My name is Zazu, the Palladian. And I'm only going to be Zazu in this lifetime. I'm no longer going to be Elizabeth April. Once again, that is just as nonsensical as attaching ourselves to the current state of being as Elizabeth April. So if I said, I'm Elizabeth April, this is who I am, this is my identity, I'm really good at this, I'm not really good at this, I'm, you know, I feel really good when I do, no, it is just as nonsensical to attach ourselves to the present state of reality, the present moment of being, as it is to attach ourselves to any state of being in the past or any state of being in the future, right? So it's really difficult because... In opening ourselves to basically all information and all knowledge of self, we also need to open ourselves to the law of non-attachment. Okay, one more thing. If you think about it, I am in such a beautiful position in this lifetime. I mean, I'm 26. I've been consciously channeling since I was 18. I've been fully abducted since I was four. So I've had a lifetime full of experiences that maybe not everyone has, which is fine. So if you think about me in this perspective, if you think about five clients that I've had, no, sorry, a hundred clients that I've had, okay? I've had thousands of clients at this point. If you think about just a hundred clients, and if you think about me going into potentially five lifetimes, which I typically do, per session, per client, that is potentially... 500 lifetimes that I get to witness as an objective outside observer. So now I'm experiencing tens of thousands of lifetimes from my own lifetimes, as well as my clients' lifetimes, both on and off this planet. I am piecing together the pieces of the puzzles of why do humans exist? What lessons are we all learning as human beings What are our greatest challenges? What are our greatest strengths? What are our contracts? How do we create our blueprints? And on and on and on. So one of the questions that I get asked and and some of the resentment and the, the anger that I feel from others, not towards me, but just in general, is, Elizabeth, 
Why, if we are these beautiful, magnificent beings of light, why do we choose, and if we take responsibility for our life, why do we choose to wipe our own memory? It doesn't make sense to me. Why? Why is there so much suffering in the loss of memory? Why do we choose this? And I have an answer. It doesn't mean that it is the only answer, but it's the answer that I've kind of concluded in my short years of existing, but in my long years of experience. The simple answer of why our memories are wiped as a human being is this. Our brains in a third physical dimensional way only have a certain capacity of comprehension. I want you all to think about a thumb drive or a, an external USB drive. Say, for example, that drive has 100 gigabytes on it. Now, do you remember, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe not that long ago, uh, 10 years ago, where a five gigabyte thumb drive was like $300 because five gigabytes was like a lot of storage? Do you remember that? I know I do. (laughs) So now I have a two terabyte external hard drive, lots of storage, and yet it's filling up faster than ever because what what I'm putting into it. Now think about your brain as an external storage device. Say, for example, we have one terabyte of storage in our brain. So the capacity of our brain to comprehend and fire off neural pathways is one terabyte large. And that's it. Because it is physical, it has limitations. If we were born into this lifetime with every single memory of all of the lifetimes that we have ever lived on and off this planet, not including linear time, which means all the lifetimes in the past and all of the lifetimes in the future, guess what would happen? Not only would our brain just not be able to function, it would basically combust, it would overheat, But on top of that, we wouldn't be able to be who we are today. We wouldn't be able to just be in the moment with our human selves. So two things, the functionality of our brain and the capacity of our brain just simply isn't large enough to process all of that information. And number two, it would deter us from being who we are. It doesn't make sense in being Elizabeth April, if we're remembering everyone that we've been before, and we're not actually just defining ourselves as this present moment. We're not living as our current human if we're remembering everything of the past. And remember, everyone, that when we die, when we cross over and pass on, we remember all of those lifetimes. So it's not like it's all for loss. It's just not all there in every single moment. Knowing everything all the time would be absolutely overwhelming. The other thing I wanted to mention is if you remember a lifetime where you are a master pianist, right? And you you can play the piano like crazy. Or you remember a lifetime where you were gay. Or you remember a lifetime where you were a dog breeder. Or you remember a lifetime where you were a master linguist, right? You knew all the languages. That's, That's fantastic. So we would be a master of everything if we remembered all of that. And some people are like, yeah, I want to do that. And me as well. I've always wanted access to all knowledge. But the thing is, 
We would not be able to become a master of ourselves in this lifetime if we're constantly living in the past. And so this lifetime with our memory wiped is meant to be the lifetime where we are to redefine mastery, our own mastery in this lifetime, and redefine that mastery with balance. If anything, it's easy for you to pick up languages because of past lifetimes. It's easy for you to pick up, you know, playing the piano because of past lifetimes. I know for myself, you know, I did anything from rugby to karate to kickboxing to judo to taekwondo to all of these things that I was really drawn to. And then the second that I did it and I did it well, I let go of it because I was, okay, cool, on to the next. You know, I know I can do that. I know I've done that before. And now I'm ready for a new experience. Life becomes boring if we're just repeating and reiterating all the things that we've ever done before. There's another point that I want to bring up here before we kind of, you know, come to our last conclusion, which is just realize that as a soul, before you ever came to this planet, you knew that your memory was going to be wiped. As a soul, you knew in being human that you were not going to remember who you really are. Now, taking that in, I want you all to realize how fucking strong you must be to understand that your memory was going to be wiped and to decide to come here anyway. You knew that you could handle the absolute loss of self, the ego death, in lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. You are strong enough to handle that. And guess what? You are handling that because you are here. So I want to talk about waking up, this concept of awakening, right? I truly believe that remembering your past lifetimes is a quintessential essence of waking up in this lifetime. Now, a part of the awakening is to raise your vibrational frequency. And I've talked about that before. Another big part of your awakening is to remember who you've been before and to remember essentially who you will be based on who you are in general. That is a big part of waking up, is to remember. And think about it, it's like you're waking up in a dream and you're remembering that you're in full control of the dream. You are waking up in the moment and you remember that you aren't just yourself. You know, you aren't just Elizabeth April in that moment. You are so much more. Waking up is literally the realization of who you really are apart from who you think you are in this projected moment. So once again, we're waking up to remember in every single moment with every challenge that you go through, you are being most likely challenged in order to complete some karmic energy or some old contracts from other previous lifetimes. Whether you are aware of all of the completions and all of the closures in every single moment or not, you are completing things. So say for example, really good example, when I got punched in the face in Panama and some guy, some local stole my phone, I could have been very traumatized. I could have created new karma by hanging on to this moment of being a victim. But instead, in that moment, I let go of that trauma and I opened myself up and I actually relived about 45 past lifetimes 
in that moment of understanding that not only have I been abused before like that in past lives and never stood up for myself, but I've also been the abuser in past lifetimes and I had to have compassion over that guy who punched me in the face. So in every moment, whether you have the ability to see things for what they are or not, we're experiencing challenges and pains in our body that are actually completing old past lives. So instead of resenting or resisting the moment or resisting the challenge in that moment and creating more karma for yourself, I want you to switch it around and I want you to appreciate that challenge. I want you to appreciate that pain and I want you to forgive yourself. Open yourself, be vulnerable. Understand that you created that moment because there's something there that you need to release. So remember your past lifetimes, explore your past lifetimes, understand that if you're really drawn to Greece, you've most likely lived there in a past life. If you're really drawn to ancient Egypt, you've most likely been there in a past lifetime. But do not attach to these other identities within yourself. Now I'll leave you off with this. You only ever start to get flashbacks of your past lifetimes or future lives or cosmic lives when you start to fully harmonize and love your current self. Some people get flashes of past lives in a dream state. Some people while meditating. Some people you'll be walking down the street in Paris, France, and you'll be drawn into a past lifetime, right? It happens in mysterious ways. And sometimes you're not aware of it at all. You're just being challenged. You're like, why does the world hate me so much? Well, it doesn't, you know, it's helping you complete. You are helping you complete. So we only remember who we once were and who we will be once we completely love who we are right now. Sometimes when my clients come to me and say, I want to know all of my past lifetimes, and I scan their energy and their spirit guides tell me that they aren't ready for it, the only reason why they're not ready to hear their past lifetimes and who they really are is because they haven't fully accepted who they are right now in this moment. The more we disempower ourselves to, be, to say that we are something other than who we are right now, the further away we get from understanding who we really are. Because we need to realize and understand that who we are, who you are right now in this moment as a human being is simply the accumulation of everyone and everything you have ever been before up until this point and infinitely into the future and if you do not accept you right now right here in this moment then you will never accept all of the other yous that are simultaneously existing it's time to wake up it's time to love your current self and it's time to surrender to who you really are Thank you so much for listening to another epic podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Make sure you go to my website. You check out all of my epic products. I also have a psychic course that I'm putting out there. And make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, to iTunes, to Instagram, and to Facebook. I hope you all have an epic and wicked week. Um, Please be aware of your thoughts. Be aware of your challenges and understand that everything is exactly where it needs to be. Have a beautiful and blissed out day.